Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Broadcasting live, trying to lift your spirits on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we've been occasionally checking in, kind of basically on a weekly basis, um, with a new friend of the show that Holly hooked us up with, Craig Melhorn, who is in Rome as we speak. And uh, Craig has been giving us sort of the view from Italy, who is, you know, about two weeks ahead of where we are right here in uh in the united states of america hello craig hello how are you doing good craig um how are you doing that's, that's the, the better that's question the real question i'm doing okay uh we're in week three right now so it's this week is a little bit tougher than the previous two just because i think everything's kind of I, I think the it's the newness has worn off and now we're kind of the realization of the long haul is setting in. Um, but first I do have to do a shout out um, tonight or today is my niece's fifth birthday in Circle Pines oh. and Addison. So I want to say happy birthday to Addison. Oh. Pines, so. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Addison. There you go. Um, so, so yeah, so yeah, things are things are going. I got I went outside today, uh, first time since Monday. So I went and got some more groceries. Uh, that's about all you can go outside for. So uh, yeah. So and what is that like when you go to the grocery store? Because I mean, this is a thing that we are mm-hmm. all kind of confronting now as we have started um, tonight. Actually, at midnight begins our stay-at-home orders. Yep. Um, I would say like the majority of Minnesotans have already been doing some form of that, but now it is like official. So we start now. Um, when it comes to going out to the grocery stores, how how are you feeling? How are you caring for yourself? Um, what, what are precautions? You and, yeah, what do you see? Uh, I, well, basically, I see nothing. Um, we're again, I'm right in the heart of um, Rome, and there is basically no one in the streets or no barely any cars moving. Um, when you get to the grocery store, um, they have a limit of how many people can go in because again, our grocery stores are not Costco, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so there's. There's a limit, um, and so once you kind of hit, they form a line, and people line up uh, about six feet apart, and then one person comes out, and one person goes in. Um, And then a lot of people, there's there's plastic gloves um, in there, and everyone kind of steps aside. Um, If someone's in the aisle because they're very tight, uh, you know, you just kind of wait for them to walk by, you walk around. Uh, So it's a very... Um, unique um, thing. They the, the joke here in Italy, I guess, is you know the first time you know Italians finally learned to stand in line, you know, from the coronavirus. <laughs> so they're you not know, they huge on lines. <laughs> no, they are not. Everyone just you know hovers to the bar to get their cafe, and you just kind of you know you just you have to you have to get yourself into the front of the line. But now 
now there's lines and everyone's waiting their turn. It's uh, isn't that so interesting? Kind of We're different. all all yeah. learning new skills in this in this moment. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm one of the things I'm really heartened by, and I've seen it start here. Um, where we were trying to practice that social distancing, um, but not everybody was on board with it until now it has really become a mandate. Um, I appreciate the fact that you're talking about how people move around each other in those thin aisles, because I do think that that's something that Minnesotans are also going to have to kind of start to make a habit, which is backing out and allowing that six feet around you. Yeah, it's, I mean, even just walking down the street, I mean, there might be two or three of us, like there's someone walking their dog and they, you know, are, we have small streets here anyways, but they mm-hmm. crossed the other side because we were both on the same side. Yeah. Just, everyone's being very aware of that. Um, and again, it starts really hitting home when um, you start knowing someone that gets infected. I, I've, I've lived in Denver for 12 years and I have a friend that is a nurse and she caught the virus. And so she's quarantined. So it's like when you start hearing about your friends and family, mm, sure. um, you know, that are getting that, it's like, it, you know, kind of puts everything to the forefront of, oh, I, this is really serious. I need to do, you know, I need to do all these things. Right. Um, what, to, you know, do that. what about um, the people around you, the people, your uh, peer group, your friends, coworkers, what kinds of conversations are you guys having three weeks in? Um, just, uh, this week was a little bit tougher. I don't know why. Just, I think, it, you know, just the isolation. Um, so we're just trying to make some connections. Um, but we're trying to be up to, I had parent teacher conferences today online all day. Um, so I got to talk to a lot of parents, um, you know, and everyone's just kind of really supporting each other. They're asking, like, how are you doing? How are, you know, just, you know, both ways, just kind of how we're getting through this together. Um, you know, cause the parents are working at home, um, with their kids and, you know, they're asking, you know, so obviously, you know, I'm here. So they're just, uh, you know, I think there's just a lot of camaraderie because we're in, you know, we've been doing this and we're in this together and we're just in it day in and day, you know, like, and there's really nothing like, what did you do today? Yeah. Um, I watched Tiger King, you know, <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, so yeah, exactly. You know, like that's, you know, I'm like, I did a workout, you know, did some yoga and I watched TV and made dinner, you know, you're yeah. like, okay. Um, it's a lot of FaceTime conversations, you know, usually three or four people I'll talk to in a night um, just to kind of catch up. And so, I mean, so that, that keeps your spirits up. And so, um, but yeah, it's, you know, you, you see the same four walls yeah. um, for a while. Yeah. Uh, we're <laughs> but, talking yeah. to Craig Melhorn from, uh, he's, he's calling us from Rome. We've been checking in with him, uh, you know, about every week just to kind of see, because you're about two weeks ahead of where we are. Um, or at least that's, you know, that's the way it's been described yeah. um, to us in the States. But um, how, you know, what is your projection? Like, how long are you on the lockdown in the way that you are? What, what have, what's been communicated? Uh, um, they just had, a, from what the translation from um, some of my coworkers did, they just, uh, the Senate met yesterday, I believe. And um, the decree ends, the lockdown kind of ends on April 3rd. And um, they, I think they've stated that it is going to continue in Italy. Like, today was the worst day of deaths. I think there's 969 deaths in the last 24 hours. So today was the worst day. So we, I don't know if we've peaked yet. So I, more than likely it's going to be extended, but they just said it's just going to continue until it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but they haven't, they haven't, uh, I guess, in, they haven't extended the April 3rd, you know, deadline, but sure. all, all sources say that they are going to, but it's, it's a 30 day incre- increment. So they're like, uh, um, so, but it's, 
it it's, looks like we're in it for a long haul. I mean, again, if you look at, you know, what's happened in China, that, um, again, some international teachers are just starting to think about coming, you know, going back and, you know, like in April. And so that's, you know, that's like a three, four month process that yep. they've gone through. So like if we're in that, you know, it's like we're in, you know, just month, basically month one, but, you know, uh, of the of the yeah. lockdown, um, so I mean, uh, we have school till the mid. Um, Italy has school till mid uh, mid June, um, so a little bit later than the United States, and so we'll see if we actually go back. That's my thought. Uh, yeah. If we actually get back, I'm just hoping that I can come back to the United States and visit family and friends yeah. over the summer. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> now, Craig, at so. some point, because I don't remember exactly the differences differences between your uh, requirements or regulations and ours. Um, but I feel like you guys are not able to get out as much as we've been able to, or at least with the same purpose, because um, no. t- tell us a little bit about, like, you really can only go out if you're going for, um, you know, food, pharmacy, um, or an emergency, right? Yeah, or if you're taking care of a family member okay. um, that's, uh, you know, that's med- that needs medical care. So there's, I think there's only four reasons, um, and those are the, the, the four. Just you know, and you have to be within, and you you can take your dog out for a walk, but you have to stay within a, a point. I say I did the calculation: point three miles around your apartment. So you can't just kind of like, oh, I have a dog, and I can go walk anywhere. Yeah. You have to be within, and uh, you have to have the certificate. Um, they just have a new one that came out today that. They did do an online one, so PDF, you have to fill it out every time and, like, kind of stating where you're going. It's kind of a self-certificate, but if you get stopped, you have to have it on you sure. um, and an ID. And so there's police, military, um, so they're really kind of taking um, kind of like you've probably seen some mayors um, in the United States, have seen some YouTube videos of mayors going around you know, kind of breaking up the groups, same mm-hmm. kind of thing. They're, they're really kind of, break, you know, stating, you know, checking you out only – only going where you need to be going. Um, and so there it's very, it's again, it's very quiet um, in this, the heart of the city of yeah. Rome. It's really weird. Um, it's very bizarre. Yeah. Um, well, Craig, yeah. once again, thank you so much for taking time out of your evening because it is evening in Rome uh, yeah. to speak with us and happy birthday again to your niece. Is it Addison? Yep, Addison. Happy birthday to Addison. And um, it is our hope, obviously, as well, that you will get the opportunity to come back and visit uh, this summer at some point. Um, we're all just, you know, trying to do our best to to slow the yep. spread and, and uh, flatten that curve. Thank you so much for your call. You bet. Thanks, Craig. Thank you. Bye, Craig. That was Craig Melhorn. He's a friend of the show at this point who um, is in Rome and telling us a little bit more about how Rome is responding to the pandemic. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, also in response to how we are going to deal with the pandemic, we'll hear from Paul, Paul's trip to the movies about what we should be watching to bide our time after this on My Talk 107.1. One of our favorite things to do on Fridays is check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We like to check in with Paul to see what we should be watching. Hello, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi. How are you two? Oh, Pretty you know, jolly. just We're doing our thing, making it through, just like everybody else. But yep. you know what makes it easier yep. to make it through is uh, good things to put our eyeballs on on the television. What are we watching? 
Well, do we want to go to Hulu first or the Netflix? Hulu. Let's go to Hulu first. Okay, so this is Little Fires Everywhere, and it's Reese Witherspoon's latest venture in television, and it's based on a very famous best-selling novel by Celeste Ng, and she plays this landlord, this journalist um, named Elena Richardson, who takes in this, you know, poor, on-the-kind-of-run uh, character played by Carrie Washington, who seems to have kind of a checkered past. And the show opens with Reese's character's house up in flames, and we don't know who lit the fire, you know, where's this in the storyline, and it kind of jumps to how these two characters met. Interesting. Now, I will tell you, this is so, I have this problem where when TV shows or movies are made from books, there are some books where I'm like, did I read that? I can't remember right. if I read that. And I feel like this might be one that I did read, but is not, like, tripping any triggers for me, but everybody I know has read the book and is watching this show. Is, yes, is it, it delivering? It is delivering. Now, I will say that with kind of a, I'm cautious and I'm interested to see where it's going. It definitely has that like soapy page turner book club feel to it. Like I could easily see my book club reading it, kind of devouring it, yeah. much like Big Little Lies, another Beast project. But this one is a little bit more, um, I would almost like to say network in tone versus mm. like the bite and the, the complication of a streaming, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. I kind of was like, this could easily be on ABC as of now. Like a little you know, too I safe. Yeah. A little too safe, but it's trying to tackle some big issues. I mean, they're definitely with Reese's character. It takes place in, the, in 1997. There's this kind of white savior complex that she has toward Carrie Washington's character. Mm. And then, as we see another, there's another mom that we get introduced to, and there's kind of this subconscious inherent racism behind her, too, that she isn't aware of in the choices and the things that she's saying and doing. And the show really is about mothers and daughters, too, because both of them have these teenage daughters. They don't really know how to connect to their children. And then how do they, what happens when they see the other mother kind of being favored by their kid versus, the, you know, themselves, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Paul, can I just um, uh, ask in case I didn't hear you um, or give you the opportunity to answer this question, is this... Um, being released as one episode or uh, per week or all at once? Great, great question. It's on the Hulu model. So the first three episodes were released on the same day, and then now we're getting new episodes every Wednesday. Okay. So four episodes have aired, and I've had the chance to watch three of them so far. And it's they're great characters for these actresses. Like, it's another great Reese role. She can do really well. Complicated, fits into her kind of pristine, elite kind of mentality that she has, but different than Madeline on Big Little Eyes, very different than her character Bradley on The Morning Show, too. Oh, okay. okay, interesting. Uh, and how many ticket stubs are you giving this one? I'm giving it three and a half out of five. I'm willing to get going. I'm hoping that it gets like the mask that all these characters wear, wear kind of come off. And I want some of these heavy conversations that need to be had. There's some homophobia that gets discussed, again, racism, and that all plays out in the high school as well with the teenage characters, too. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Okay, what? Let's go over to Netflix. What are you watching over there? I mean, what everyone else is watching. Duh! Tiger, Tiger King. King. I've actually watched it twice now. What? Oh, really? How, yeah, so this is what happened in our household. I watched it by myself, and then Ryan's like, wait a minute, you watched it without me? Yeah, like, you Netflix cheated. Like, 
I Netflix cheated, but I was like, I'm going to watch this again. So let's crank it up. So well, then I do I wonder if you're not again. picking up more of the nuance of like what's actually going on when you watch it the second yeah. time. Now, for exactly, th- there were things. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, Brett. No, I was just going to say for the the two of us that haven't watched it yet, can you just remind <laughs> us what the show is I about? Mean, I've watched it. You mean Holly and you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, so about I the, meant the uh, two of us, meaning in the world. Oh, okay, got it. Right, yeah. So it's about this really flamboyant, gun-toting guy named Joe Exotic, who's got a mullet, lives in the South, he happens to be gay, happens to be polyamorous, and he, he runs a tiger zoo, but he is now in jail for this murder-to-hire plot of Carol Baskin, who claims to be this animal rights activist, but she's also running her own big cat rescue zoo it is is so that is where this goes i was just gonna say like that's the thumbnail sketch and also doesn't even cover it i I know right and so it's seven episodes they're each 43 to 48 minutes so they're really bitchable and it's (laughs) did you say bitchable or bingeable (laughs) bingeable bingeable i know i'm not there in person so it's really hard to like for me to like get the right words out (laughs) bingeable but colleen like you said this is this it it's this wide web of fascinating characters because they said up front that cat people are backstabbing people. Yeah. And you will have no idea where this is going. Okay, real awesome. quick, like two seconds. How many ticket stubs? Four and a half out of five ticket stubs. Awesome. Go watch it now and that's like you, Paul. Right, thank you, Paul. That's, Thanks for having me. That's Paul McGuire Grimes uh, telling you what's bingeable. Wash your hands. <laughs> we'll be back with crazy stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Well then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in a state known as... Florida. Florida. But really oh, Florida get that today. high note, Mariah Carey. So let's go to Florida. That's where we're going to begin today. St. Petersburg, mm. specifically, mm-hmm. and actually Atlantically. Uh, and I want to tell you... <laughs> you laughing at? I'm laughing at Atlantically. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew what you were laughing at. Sure. I wanted to make it seem did. like I was being serious. Mm-hmm. 25-year-old Jaria Wallace... Okay. I think it's Jaria. Okay. I don't know. Let's call him Jay. Okay. 25-year-old Jay seated in the rear of a police cruiser yesterday. That's not usually where you want to be. Arrested following a 2.40 a.m. traffic stop. Did something that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. Something really stupid. I mean, I would let you guess, but I would also just like to remind you, we are in the midst of global pandemic, global pandemic. And so it's even crazier and stupider and idiotic year because of that. Uh, Okay. But even on a pre pandemic occasion, we would also tell this story and laugh at his expense. Did he cough on everybody? No, thank God. He did not cough on everyone. Um, but he did do something with his mouth. Mm. But that's not all. Okay. Did he swear? He did something with his mouth. <laughs> he swore. He did something with his mouth after doing something with his butt. 
I don't know what to do with. I don't, that's a lot of information for me to take in, and I'm not confident that and I'm going to be able to put this all together. And there was some drugs involved. Now put oh, it together. Oh, gosh. He took the drugs out of his rear and put them in his mouth? Yep. Yeah. So, according to the arrest affidavit, a vehicle cam captured him, quote, eating a bag of drugs that he just pulled out of his butt. Dude. No. Wallace proceeded to eat... That is not sanitary. ...the bag of drugs. When confronted by the sheriff's deputies, he denied he had eaten his bag... Bag of drugs? ...of booty drugs. Mm-mm. And then spit it out... That's disgusting. That's nasty. ...in front of the police. No. So I don't understand the, the 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 rationale there. I didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, the officer subsequently swabbed his mouth, Ugh. which tested positive... Nope, 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 nope. Don't say it. No, don't say it. Cocaine. Oh, okay. All right. You thought I was going to say coronavirus. Nope. I actually thought you were going to say positive for booty stuff. Oh, doo-doo? Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I mean, because I mean, probably. But I think, okay, just to be clear, Mm -hmm. he didn't eat the bag. He did spit out the bag. But he did eat the drugs. Yeah, but the bag bag went into his mouth. And that and I just, learned in preschool is not also in these moments. Story. You know, it's like when Jamie and I were watching a cruise uh, tour video on YouTube of I like just this. Love that you do this kind of stuff. Look, it's a long story. I understand. Don't worry about it. We were supposed to go on a cruise at the end of the month of April. It's not happening. So we were looking at options for two years from now because God only knows what we're doing then. Anyway, mm-hmm. while we were watching this video of this cruise ship to decide if it's the one we want to go on, if ever we're allowed to do that again, don't at me. Um, <laughs> um, we saw all these people touching things oh, it's and weird, standing right? really close together and like eating things off of the plates, plates <laughs> that had been touched by other people. It's really weird. And we were it? like, Oh God. And so in this moment, when you contemplate that a man would think it was perfectly acceptable to remove a bag that first had been shoved back there, remove it nope. from there. Yeah, no. And then do the rest nope. of the stuff I told nope. you about. No, thank you. Ugh. Unacceptable. That's nasty. That's nasty. Uh, for our next story, we're going to New Hampshire. It's just New Hampshire, but sure. It's New Hampshire. Hampshire um, Farms. This happened on Monday. Okay. A guy in New Hampshire was playing his music real super duper loud, right? Because what else are you going to do? You're in quarantine. Uh, he was playing his music so loud, in fact, that his neighbor wanted him to turn it down because he couldn't hear himself think. Turn it down. Um loud. Sorry. No, uh, not you, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So a 47-year-old Benjamin Leyland, uh, he got angry when his neighbor knocked on his door and asked him to turn it down. So he did what any sane individual who's been cooped up in their home for too long would do. Would you like to guess? Get drunk, watch a little TV. No, he grabbed a sword and chased his neighbor what? away. Also, he violated the six-foot social distancing well, guidelines. Yeah, of course. He was arrested for criminal threatening because you shan't uh, criminal threatening a sword and chase your neighbor. We haven't had a good sword story lately. I know. Remember the guy who busted in? He thought somebody was like attacking a woman, his neighbor. Uh-huh. And busted in with a samurai sword, only to find a guy 
polishing a silverware watching an adult film. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Here's what I think. Can I just give you a real quick prediction? As things start to slow down in the world here, uh, as we're all social distancing. Start? Yeah. Okay. And we're staying inside. I wonder like how many, like I'm wondering if we will get more crazy, stupid idiots oh, or yeah. fewer. And either way, I just think, you know, if the reporting on the crazy, stupid idiots dries up a little bit, I think we are going to have an, absolutely fantastic time going back into the uh the archives of crazy stupid yes. idiots well and i think likely what is to happen who knows god only knows but um uh at this moment my money would be on the fact that we might not hear these stories now right as oh. they're happening right but there will be an accounting this is true as I hope there will be an accounting for many things when this is all over. Yes. But at least insofar as Crazy Stupid Idiots is concerned, I would imagine also we will get some stories about, um, did you hear what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I will look forward to those. Me too. And our segment is has a future. That's true. Um, can I tell you about a of the moment Crazy Stupid Idiot? I think we have called these COVID idiots. Oh, yeah. Or coronaviruses. Yes, oh. I do. I kind of like the Chirona. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> but anyway, this is a covidiot, um, but one we really need to just do our thing be with. Be grateful we didn't come into oh, contact okay. with. I want to tell you about a woman, Margaret Serco. Okay. Margaret Serco. Um, I'm looking at her mugshot. Okay. okay. She was arrested and charged with felony counts of uh, some stuff. And, you know, that's not unusual. But what is unusual is what the stuff was. So that was nice and vague for you. Uh-huh. Let me tell you that she was charged with felony counts of terroristic threats, threats to use a biological agent, and criminal mischief. Oh. Do you know what those things refer to? No. They refer to her spitting on produce Girl. at a grocery store and what? telling everyone that she had... The coronavirus. Why would you do that? Yeah. So this was a, quote, sick stunt, which cost the Jarity Supermarket, um, Jarity Supermarket, I don't know where this is, um, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. The co-owner of Jarity Supermarkets, Joe Fasula, said the woman, who he calls a chronic problem in the community, mm. entered the store in Hanover Township and began hacking... On all the fruits and veggies. And I don't mean hacking with a knife. No. Hacking with her lungs. Rude. Along with a small selection of the bakery and meat case. Oh, I'd be so, I'm so angry for these people. Well, not only that, but you know what it caused? They had to throw everything out. $35,000 worth of product, not to mention forcing workers to clean and disinfect everything along with the health inspector. And possible COVID-19 exposures to customers and at least 15 employees. What? This is horrible. Yeah. Like in this moment, she picked the worst thing. Now, her bail has been sent at $50,000. I will also say after she did all that, she attempted to steal a 12-pack of beer uh-uh. before being ordered to leave by by workers. Force? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. This is not like... The good news is... Here's the good news. The good news is this is being... Uh, charged with felony counts of terroristic threats. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like I read somewhere that um, threatening people with COVID exposure will be considered terrorism. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're taking it very seriously. Thankfully. Yes, absolutely. 
Yikes. Ah! I know. All right. Uh, I have to go to the grocery store this weekend. I don't want to think about this. Don't just let it go. Let it go. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our producer, Holly. Stay away, stay away, stay away. Yes, we are encouraging our social distancing, and uh, that was our secret word of the day, producer. Way a stay. But yes, our producer, Holly, is going to ah! administer... Oh. No, we're not doing it again. Okay. Uh, is going to administer the throwback live Oy. after this on My Talk 107.1. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.